Welcome to the Daring Podcast. In this series, we'll talk with artists, writers, musicians, and contemporary creative minds to better understand creative culture and art as a form of social expression. I'm your host, Iwana Friedman. I'm an art director, a product designer, and an image hoarder. In this episode, I chat with my friend Tynan DeBold about travel photography and what inspires him day to day. Here it is. Let's talk shop. Absolutely. Awesome. So let's set the scene a little bit. How did you get started shooting? How did photography even enter your life? I think initially photography had always in a way been background noise for me. I just remember when I was growing up, there was always a camera or two around my house, but it was never anything fancy, right? It was in the 90s, it was probably like a Polaroid or even a disposable or something like that, or, or just a simple point and shoot film mm. camera. And I remember kind of fiddling with them as a kid. And then when I was, I think, 12 or 13, I went on a father-son trip with my dad to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and also Yellowstone. And I brought a camera along with me to that. And I just remember having a great time just shooting, Mm -hmm. taking the pictures. It was film, so I couldn't see anything that I was shooting, obviously. Um, But I just remember really enjoying and thinking about what was going on and maybe trying to capture little moments. But it wasn't until I guess I took a black and white film photography class my senior year of high school that I really thought, oh, okay, this is something that I really, really, really enjoy doing. And it kind of just blossomed from there. What kind of stuff were you shooting for that class? Uh, So our teacher would give us assignments every week or every couple of weeks. So we would have to, you know, play with things like light and shadow or do something like, uh, you know, a long exposure. And we want to either like blur a background or, you know, hold the background and focus and blur a subject, that type of stuff. So it was it was very, I guess, elementary in that way. But it also went through, you know, all of the basics of, um, you know, ISO, shutter speed, aperture. Mm-hmm. Um, focus. So it was, it was, I guess, rudimentary in, in that sense. But I mean, I think also very important, right? Because it kind of laid the foundation in both a technical way, because we also developed all of the, all of our own film in, in the dark room, but also when we were actually out shooting, you know, as she was saying, there's, you know, a formula to it, this and that. Um, so always be, be mindful of the light, you know, pay attention to, to things like that. So it was, mm-hmm. it was actually very instructive and informative. That's great. And I've known you for a few years now. You always have a camera around you. Mm, (laughs) What's your favorite camera to travel with and bring with you? For years, I would usually bring a a Nikon, a digital, a DSLR around. And that was always my favorite one, just because that was really the only camera that I had. Now, I do have a couple uh, film Nikons as well. But for for travel, I'd like to be able to kind of just blast away, right? Um, Mm -hmm. So digital was always, I thought, a better choice. But recently, I've had this um, Fuji X-T1 or something like that. You know, it's mm-hmm. one of these little mirrorless cameras, uh, but it actually takes really nice images. I have a couple of nice lenses for it. And it was gifted to me by my girlfriend's father, actually, when we moved over here to Europe in, in Copenhagen, where I live now. And ever since, I've been shooting with that because it's very light. Um, it's very small. And it doesn't feel obtrusive in any way. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I've, I've been shooting with that more recently than, than anything else yeah you say obtrusive and that's actually the perfect word for your work because it feels very off-off and organic Mm. quite melodic quite lyrical 
Um, mm, thank would you. you. Yeah. Would you say that music plays a role in how you think about things and how you see the world? I think definitely how I see the world. Yeah. I think it might not even be on, on much of a conscious level because I think when I am specifically walking around with a camera in my mind, there are often times when I pick up on kind of repetition or, or patterns or what you could describe in music as a rhythm or a beat. Mm-hmm. Right. So if I'm just sitting, I, sometimes I just like to sit on a stoop or a bench or, you know, any, a chair and just kind of observe for a little bit, you know, if, I'm just sitting at a cafe, you know, drinking uh, coffee or something. I'll have my camera and maybe just observe what's going on. And then I kind of integrate into the rhythm of the scene in that sense. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of ways that ties back to to music. And then when I actually bring, you know, the camera up to my face to take a photo, I try to time it, um, you know, here and there, depending on whatever it is that I'm shooting. So I think in that way, yeah, I mean, I think it's a musical or at least rhythmic. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And it comes through in your work. So do you ever have a project in mind as you're shooting? Or do your stories kind of come to fruition as organically as you being in a coffee shop and looking around? How does that work for you? Yeah, I think primarily it's the latter. It's much more organic for me. And photography has always been that to me, which is why I never really describe myself as a photographer, because in a way, I don't think I am one. I mean, I just really enjoy (laughs) taking photos. Um, So when it comes to projects, they're few and far between for me personally. I mean, I have series of things that I've shot in the past that, you know, are are of one subject or subject matter, at least. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when I do have that idea, idea, I I try to just go out and execute it as quickly as I can because I want that inspiration to remain at the fore of my mind. And I think if I linger on it, it might dissipate to the point where maybe I won't want to do it anymore. So if I have a photo idea or a a project idea rather than I want to try to execute it quickly. But most often as you as you describe, it's it's more just kind of organic. It's when I'm I'm traveling or when I'm with friends or family and I have that camera on I just want to pick it up and capture whatever it is that I find worth capturing at that moment in time. Yeah. And you're pretty much a constant traveler. So (laughs) you've been to like 30 something countries. How many countries have you lived in? I have lived in four countries for longer than just a few months. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. So as you travel, what are the things that you're curious about right now? I think people and just how they interact with other people that they are close with, whether it's friends or family or or even people that they might not really know on any level that would be deeper than someone they see two or three times a week when they go into a shop and and buy some sort of good. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that is very interesting to me. And the thing that comes to mind quickly is when I was in Cuba last year or the year before, and it struck me very much how the men interacted with their children. It was was just so wholesome and loving and and just, just an open and uh, symbiotic relationship and more more so than I had really ever seen mm-hmm. um, anywhere else, which was, I just thought was so interesting. And I, I don't, I still don't really know why, but that was just something that I thought was, was beautiful. So that type of relationship or that type of interaction between people, I think is what interests me the most. Yeah. And you say that like a true observer, it doesn't sound like you went in expecting something. You Mm-mm. just went in and you watched, right? Yeah, yeah. And this kind of came forth for you. Yeah. 
that's exactly right. Because I mean, my, uh, I guess initial perception or not even objective, but the things that were in the fore of my mind before that trip was, okay, Cuba, old cars, mm-hmm. um, kind of dilapidated buildings, right? Like bright colors. So those were the things that were in, in my mind that I thought, okay, that would probably make a nice photo. But then it turned out to be something completely different that I probably would have never thought of had I not traveled there. Yeah. That comes across in your work because none of it feels pre-planned or forced. <laughs> it feels very much like an observation. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That's how I feel about it too. I mean, I talk about this sometimes with, you know, like my girlfriend or, or close friends who would know that I've taken photos for forever. It's never been a serious thing, but it's always been serious. You know what I mean? And I think you say it perfectly when you just say kind of off the cuff and, and organic. It's just something that I really love. And I never want to think about it too much because when I start thinking about it, then I often maybe emulate someone or, or try to do something that just isn't natural. And then I think what ends up coming out of it is, is not anything that feels like me. So I just try to stay true to myself as much as I can. Yeah, that's very smart. So what inspires you daily? What books are you checking out? Um, What shows are you checking out to fuel your creative juices? The one show that I've been watching recently is this thing that that my girlfriend turned me on to called uh, Killing Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, could be wrong, but I think originally it's a BBC show. And there have been times recently in the past week or two where we've been watching an episode and I'll just blurt out, oh my God, look at the tones of, of this scene. Because I think a lot of the cinematography, or at least how they lit it and, and edited it maybe as well, have been really striking to me in, in really beautiful ways. It's, it's very um, ethereal, a lot mm-hmm. of lighting. And I think that's something that has been really inspiring to me uh, lately. Um, and then in terms of maybe like a, a classic photographer, I just read a book um, called The the Outlaw Sea by this author, uh, William Mangavisha. Mm-hmm. Um, he's written a lot for, I think, like The Atlantic and Vanity Fair, but he's also written some some novels. And he 15 years ago wrote a book about the shipping industry and piracy and things like that. But he beautifully described this beach in India um, where they run ships aground and then break them down for the steel. And this was, I think, big news like in the late 90s and early 2000s. And a very famous Brazilian photographer went there and shot some imagery. Sebastiano his, Salgado. Yes. yes, that guy. Exactly. So his book, Beautiful Workers. Work. Yeah, yeah. So that's been really inspiring to me uh, recently. And that, just as recent as last night, actually, because I went through and looked at that book. I think it's titled Workers, his book. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just, that's just brilliant stuff. I mean, on a level that like I can only ever hope to maybe emulate, you know, once every 5,000 photos, right? Yeah, it's um, an inspiration. The yeah, work is sure. absolutely exquisite. Most beautiful magnitude of anything I've ever seen. Um, so th- those two things I think recently have been what has been ticking over in my mind. Awesome. And you're also a front-end engineer. So let's yeah. talk about that a little bit because what you just described so deep into the arts and has mm. an appreciation for humanity in a way that maybe engineering doesn't come across right. as much. Definitely. Has tech shaped in you in any way, like in terms of how you see photography? Are these things informing each other at all? Mm. What is that like for you? That's a great question. I think if anything, it working in tech has maybe pushed me back quicker into photography when maybe I'm falling out of favor with it. <laughs> um, and I think that's great because maybe I'm, I'm here and there, maybe getting fed up with a little bit of the work, or maybe I just feel like it's not as meaningful as I would like it to be, or, you know, any of these tropes or cliches that you want to name. And then I think where I find 
some sort of at least personal salvation, if not meaning is, is, you know, just picking up a camera or, or traveling or any of those things. And then just taking a photo and then seeing how it comes across and thinking like, okay, that to me means a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in, in that way, tech has probably influenced my photography. And then I maybe think about it like in an aesthetic escape because being a, a friend and developer and just coding all day or in these meetings where you're talking about requirements and wireframes and things, it can often be very dry, right? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing maybe so aesthetically pleasing on the eye or at the problem solving is great with front end engineering, but it's not the same as I think trying to solve a problem, put pen to paper, so to speak, with a camera, um, like you can do with, with, a, with an image and with, with photography. So I think, again, it's kind of driven me back into the world of, of art and creation. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe more so than I would have ever expected it to do, which I think is is great because it it's cross pollinating and in, in a really I think natural way, and I'm really happy about that. That's a beautiful way to put it, cross pollinization. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there anything that I haven't asked you that you want to talk about? No, I don't think so. These have been very very great questions, and I'm I'm just happy to answer. I often don't talk about my photography or my work in this way, so anytime that I get to do so, which is few and far between it's always inspiring and i'm more than happy to do it so this was a pleasure well dude we'll do it again soon because i can't wait to see (laughs) what you're gonna do next let's do it i'll really look forward to that yeah where's your next trip potentially doing some hiking in northern italy next month in august amazing that's not yet so yeah i mean for sure i will have a camera around my around my neck if we do that i can't wait to see (laughs) thank you Thank you so much for listening to The Daring. Look out for future episodes where we'll continue to share inspiring talks with creative people who are forced for good. Subscribe to The Daring through your favorite podcast app and check out thedaring.co for more in-depth articles. I'm your host, Ioana Friedman. If there's a topic or new artist you'd like us to cover, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at info at Until next time.